0: You're listening to The Quint's Podcast The Quint presents the big story for 3rd December 2020 The views and opinions expressed in this podcast don't belong to Audible but are those of The Quint unless otherwise noted For more than a week now, the farmers' protests against the centre's new farm laws have continued unabated. In what seems to be the second massive protest against the centre in the capital, after the anti-CA and NRC protests from 2019, thousands of farmers have been staging protests at Tigri, Singhu and Khazipur borders amid heavy police deployment leading to the shutdown of the Delhi-Noida link road. And the protest isn't just limited to farmers alone. 82-year-old Bilkis Dadi, who became the symbol of the Shaheen Bagh protests, was detained at Singhu recently as she joined the farmers at the site. The food-delivering app Swiggy has also implied that they are with the farmers in this, which triggered a hashtag Boycott Swiggy storm. Doctors have put up camps at the protest site to aid the ailing. And not just that, it's also gained prominent international attention. From Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to British and Australian MPs, a lot of foreign leaders have vocally extended their support and said that the situation in India is indeed concerning. Other than politicians, English international sea cricketer Monty Panesar, film director Gurinder Chadda have also raised concerns about the farmers' treatment at the protest site, where they were tear-gassed and water-cannoned. Around 30 ex sportsmen from Punjab have decided to return their medals in solidarity with the farmers as well. And as the protest fast turns into a movement with support from all quarters, even as the government resists the calls to repeal the farm laws and even calling the farmers' concerns misinformed, the government is now down to negotiating. And even as the first round of talks remained inconclusive, the centre is now ready to hold a fresh round of talks with the protesters on 3rd November. So let's look at what changed the centre's outlook and what have been the recent developments to add to the government's force. As you know, thousands of farmers from Punjab, Haryana and even UP have been streaming into Delhi as a part of their Dilli Chalu protest against the farm legislations. Initially, as they tried to enter the capital, they were lathi-charged, tear-gassed, water-cannoned by security personnel, who even put up barricades and barbed wires to deter them from entering Delhi. But that couldn't hold them back. In several areas, there was stone pelting in retaliation and on 27th November, the authorities finally caved and took a softer approach and let the farmers carry on with their protest in Burari and North Delhi. The centre offered to hold a dialogue once the farmers reached the Burari grounds but faced an outright rejection. The farmers' group said that the grounds would be like an quote open jail and that would make the protest meaningless. Instead, they threatened to protest at several points of entry into Delhi. And then came the talks. On 1st December, leaders and representatives of farmer groups held a meeting with the agricultural ministry officials at Vigyan Bhavan in which several union ministers like Piyush Goyal and Agricultural Minister Narendra Singh Tomar were also present. In an official statement, the agriculture ministry said, and I'm quoting a line, quote, various issues related to farm reform acts were discussed at length and talks were held in a cordial atmosphere, end quote. And as per reports, the centre proposed forming an expert committee, which would include farm union leaders as well, to look into the three farm laws, but no major breakthrough on the formation of the committee has been communicated yet. A PTI news report quoted Roop Singh Sanha, who is a member of Bharat Kisan Union, as saying, and I'm quoting it, quote, The farmers' organisations rejected the government's proposal to form a five-member committee to look into the issues related to the new farm laws, end quote. But the centre's approach in all of this, of course, shows a marked change. This mass protest has been going on for months. But from initially turning a deaf ear to alleging opposition propaganda to trying to quell the protest using security forces, which is similar to the tactics used in the anti-CA protests as well, the centre now seems to be backpedalling. So what is it about this protest that shook up the government finally? The Quint's political editor, Aditya Menon, analyzes.
1: Uh, it is clear that the government has been forced to climb down from its uh, earlier position of not uh, negotiating with the farmers or rather putting conditions before them like that they have to uh, protest only at the designated uh, site. I mean, even a month earlier, they made these farmer leaders uh, negotiate with just a bureaucrat from the Ministry of Agriculture. But now uh, the same farmer leaders are negotiating with uh, uh, three ministers deputed by the government. Uh, so obviously, the government has been forced to climb down uh, from its earlier position. A number of factors. Uh, the government underestimated the farmers at at various steps. They thought that uh, uh, when uh, they blocked the supply of uh, essential commodities uh, to Punjab, uh, where uh, a, a few railway lines were being blocked by the farmers. And the farmers were then forced to withdraw their blockade. Uh, The government thought that uh, that they have got one up over the farmers and that uh, now the government can have its way and the farmers are no longer a threat for it. Uh, In the end, that was a mistake because that compelled the farmers to move out of Punjab and uh, come towards Delhi. Uh, The second uh, uh, probably uh, false assumption that the government made was that this is just a protest. coming from punjab and not from other states Uh, but as we saw that the farmers uh, from punjab got a lot of support from farmers from haryana and uh, the haryana farmers even joined the protests and are continuing to join the protests now even uh, farmers from western up and rajasthan and the Mewat region of haryana are uh, expected to join the protest Um, so i mean it no longer is a punjab agitation uh, the, the farmers also got international support with the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and uh, uh, several MPs from Canada, uh, UK and Australia coming out in support of the farmers. So uh, it, now it's become even more difficult for the government to adopt a openly hostile approach towards the farmers and obviously the visuals of farmers being attacked by Haryana police uh, Uh, through with tear gas and uh, through water cannons has also caused embarrassment government uh, probably believed that uh, there would be no political cost for it because since uh, If if it's only Punjab farmers most of whom are sick, uh, they don't vote for the BJP anyway Uh, but now it has moved beyond that section and uh, several other people have joined in as we discussed earlier. Uh, Delhi is now practically being uh, surrounded from all, uh, all of its borders uh, uh, by protesting farmers. So um, the protest, the farmers have really made it difficult for the government now uh, to not compromise. The government will be forced to give some sort of a compromise to the farmer.
0: Now the protesting farmers have said it loud and clear that they want MSP legalized and the farm laws repealed. If you missed our last episode on the farmers' protest where we got voices of the protesting farmers themselves talking about their demands, please do check it out. But even as the government is trying to reach out to the farmers, Prime Minister Narendra Modi reiterated the allegation on 30th November that the opposition is quote, using tricks to oppose historic agriculture reform laws and farmers are being misled. In fact, Minister of State V.K. Singh even went on to suggesting that the protesters, quote-unquote, do not appear to be farmers, to which the Aam Admi Party gave a terse response asking if they needed to come with, quote-unquote, plows and oxen to appear like farmers. The quint also spoke to the farmers in Delhi's Nirankari Samagam ground, which they have been allotted to hold their protests, and this is what they said in response to allegations of these protests being politically motivated.
2: When the farmers themselves don't agree with these new laws, why did the government introduce them? The laws are meant for the farmers and we are all against them. Then the government shouldn't implement these laws. How are we being instigated? We are educated people. Everybody knows what these laws are. They will pick our crops for a year or two and after that we will be left to fend for ourselves. This is what is happening in UP and
1: in Bihar. This
0: is what
1: another farmer said.
2: We have ration to survive for six months. And if this issue is not resolved even then, we will call for more ration. More farmers will come to Delhi in more tractors. This is not about six months or two months. This is about the anti farm laws which they have forced on us. We want them to take the laws back. The government is troubling the farmers when we are already troubled. So many farmers are dying by suicide. What else can
0: we do? And it's not just the opposition parties alone who are opposing the bills along with the farmers. First, the Akali Dal quit the NDA over the passing of the bills. Now, the Rajasthan-based RLP has also threatened to quit the NDA unless the laws are scrapped. Elsewhere, in Haryana, the JJP is also under pressure to rethink their alliance with the BJP in the state government over the same protest. Party President Ajay Chautala even asked, quote, what is the harm in adding and writing that line, end quote. And the line in concern is about legalising the MSP. And then, on the event of Gurpurap alluding to the farmers' protests in India, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said that his country will always be there to defend the right of peaceful protest. Let's listen to a snippet from his video message.
1: I would be remiss if I didn't start also by recognizing uh, the news coming out of India uh, about the protests by farmers. Uh, The situation is concerning and uh, we're all very worried about family and friends. I know that's the reality for many of you. Let me remind you, Canada will always be there to defend the right of peaceful protest. We believe in the importance of dialogue and that's why we've reached out uh, through multiple means directly to uh, the Indian authorities uh, to highlight our concerns. This is a moment for all of us uh, to pull together.
0: As incidents, video footage and photographs of police brutality on farmers were reported, Canada's Defence Minister Harjit Singh Sajjan also wrote on Twitter saying, and I'm quoting his tweet, The reports of peaceful protesters being brutalised in India are very troubling. Many of my constituents have family there and are worried about the safety of their loved ones. Healthy democracies allow peaceful protest. I urge those involved to uphold this fundamental right. End quote. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi also attacked the centre on Twitter saying that they mean to quote-unquote steal from farmers and help quote-unquote two-three friends of Prime Minister Narendra Modi. As we've already said in our previous analytical episodes on the three legislations, farmers are also apprehensive about the corporate dominance in the agricultural market that these laws will bring and they're worried that without MSPs and properly worded laws on contract farming, they're likely to lose their leverage. So now, will the fourth round of talks be a breakthrough? Stay tuned. The editor for this podcast is Shelley Walia and it's been produced by me, your host, Shorabari. If you like listening to The Big Story, please log on to the Quinn's website and check out the podcast section for more.